Oh, I suppose we should uh, explain. <laughs> no, start in the middle. Start We're in the middle. on the Gunflint Trail. It's cold. My buns are freezing. Um, that's going to be the intro. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. First, a quick uh, disclaimer. If the audio does not sound great, it's because I was unable to plug in my microphone because... Her phone is frozen to her phone case. Yep, I can't get the phone case off. It is negative... 10? Yeah, let's go with negative 10. That's without the wind chill. With the wind chill, it's about negative 20. It is quite chilly out. It is. However, that is the perfect, perfect conditions temperature and condition for what we're here for. And what we're here for. We are here for the John Bear Grease Dog Sledding Marathon. Woohoo! So it's back. 2.0. 2.0. So. Um, I don't think we've covered something twice, but we had so much fun last year that we just no, had to we come haven't. back. This yeah. is, I mean, this is like an honorary repeat, though. We have to. We have to. It's so exciting. We had so much fun last year, and like, I don't know, everybody loved our TikToks and videos and everything that we released from last year's, so we said, let's do it again. And it's just an experience. I feel like you should try and do at least once in your life. Yeah. We did attempt to get down to Duluth to Billy's bar this year. I think we mentioned last year that we were going to try to do that. That failed. Long story, but we did not make it down um, to see the start of Billy's bar. However, things got kicked off fine. The 120 marathon has already, they already have a winner for that. Um, and we are now at the trail center checkpoint of the full marathon which is this halfway i was trying to remember what halfway was last year but we got here around 11 40. yeah thinking this year if we you know get here I, I was following all the teams all morning and ryan anderson was in the lead who again if you recall last year's episode he was the winner of the full marathon last year uh we got here thinking ryan was going to cross around 12 30 at this checkpoint got here 11 40 he had already finish <laughs> we came down the we hill always miss one we or always few. miss the one uh what was cool though same thing as last year our timing was really great we came down the hill from trail center lodge and uh right when we got here we could see a team out in the distance coming in it takes about five minutes from when you can not, e not even five like minutes three. yeah like three minutes from when you could see them come around the corner on poplar lake until they appear at the finish or the not the finish line but the checkpoint line uh, we got to see three people crossing, and I believe, so Ryan Anderson had already crossed. I believe the next person to cross was Nick, is that Vigilante? So Nick Vigilante came next, and then there was two people very, very quick in succession. I didn't catch who the second one was, but Matthew Schmidt is in fourth place. So we saw three people crossing very, very quickly. Ryan Anderson, last year's victor, is currently still in, or he is in first place again. But if you recall this time last year, Ryan Anderson was in fourth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because last year, I think we missed three teams crossing, and we got here right, right when, when Ryan he, crossed. Yeah. So we got to see him both here and, of course, at the finish line. This year, he's in first. Will he hold the lead? Won't he? Only time will tell because the race isn't nearly over. It will finish tomorrow night at Grand Portage Lodge and Casino at about four. We think. We think. We'll see. And we'll track change. it tomorrow. Yeah. But again, because the weather is so nice, we just got several inches of very light, fluffy snow. So not like that thick, heavy snow we've been getting all year. Yes. The fun snow, the good snow that you and can just kind of wipe no, off. Uh, weird 
30 degree day for three days in a row and it melted. <laughs> it went straight from snow to cold. Early January here on the North Shore and up the Gunflint Trail has been very mild for weather. Just in general. Yeah. We really didn't start to get the, the cold snaps until January. Like we got a lot of snow in December. In fact, Duluth Did we was have record snowfall. Yeah, yep. Snowiest month on record, Duluth. I can't remember how much, but it was a lot of snow. And uh, then January came and it was like the temperatures got warm, mid thirties even. Yeah. We didn't get snow, we got rain mm-hmm. a few times. Which then froze and made everything icy. So we had a lot of ice. Uh, and then the temperatures, usually sometime around mid-January, we dip really deep into the negatives. And we did. And we, <laughs> we, we sure well, did. We did on like the 28th. Yeah. It came yeah. at the end of the month. We're just all, we've been saying this all year, even last weird. year. We're just, we're hitting everything later than we normally Two do. Weeks. So if you expect a certain weather pattern that usually lands at some point, just schedule it two two weeks weeks out. So we'll see spring late, I'm sure. We'll see summer late again this year. We'll see fall late again this year. Um, I'm sure, maybe. We'll keep you up to date on that. (laughs) But winter up here is definitely in full winter force. We are in negative temperatures. The dogs are crossing the the checkpoint line with icicles dripping down their face. Oh yeah, just ice beards, just full face of ice. (laughs) But as we've discussed quite a few times and talked to Linda Newman about from uh, Points Unknown, they like the cold temperatures. When it's too warm, they move much slower. Teams generally- That was the issue last year, why so many people ended up scratching is because it was so cold. No, too hot. Oh yeah, just kidding, too hot. My brain is frozen, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's our first time dealing with cold this year, really. Yeah, Uh, I I don't leave the inside when it's cold. So we're going to split uh, this up into two different episodes. I'm going to call them mini-sodes since they're not full episodes. This is just your reminder to hop on your computer and go and just Google uh, Bear Grease Tracking, John Bear Grease Tracking, and you will be able to see an interactive map that shows you where everybody's racing, what their checkpoint times were. It's really ideal. It's, it's fun even like we'll go during the day and then at the finish line we're there at night, but it's nice to just be at home and be like, oh... Where is everybody? Yeah. And you just hop on and check. I did that all morning. I randomly forgot that they get to this checkpoint on Monday. For some reason, my brain was like, oh, they get to this checkpoint on Tuesday. Like and the then weather, our brains are Not are working. <laughs> so I was able to see when I woke up that uh, Ryan Anderson had already left the sawbill checkpoint. Someone must be coming. And was well on his way here. Oh, wait, we're getting, there's movement. Yeah. People are Let's go see. Let's go over and see what's going on. I don't see anybody yet. It is kind of uh, alarming. They come around the corner and then they're just right there, just a few minutes away. Oh yeah, we did discover that we have Wi-Fi availability out here. So we're able to track the dog. I don't think anybody's coming. I think the next person wasn't gonna be here for another hour. Unless that was wrong. Maybe, maybe didn't update. Um. Oh, go to main map. So when you go to the John Berger's tracker, you can look at the main map, maybe refresh it. And you're able to see who is where. And there was a pretty big gap between the first four that reached the trail center checkpoint and the group behind. In fact, I think there was like somebody coming up, somebody behind him or Who's her. This? 
Uh, Peter, Peter McClellan. McClellan is the next one that looks like they're... But they're still pretty far out. I mean, yeah, yeah. And then who's right behind Peter? Catherine. Catherine Langlis? I'm, I mean, I'm going to stop trying to say your last names because yeah. I'm horrible at number that. Number 12. And then... After that is number 8. And that is, is Errol, Errol Wallen. Wallen. So, so both is he ahead of his... Yeah, yes. they're, they're <laughs> close. So Errol Wallen is number eight. Colleen Wallen, his mother, is number two. If close. you followed us last year, you know that Errol and Colleen finished with, like, I think less than five minutes yeah, apart from each other. Yeah, that was probably my favorite moment from last year is how close they finished, and his mom just waited there yeah. for him, and it was so cute. She, As soon as he crossed the finish line, he gave his mom a big hug. If you go to our TikTok, which, again, is at StayCVR, um, at Stacy VR, you will see if you scroll back far enough. The when Errol Wallen finished and his mom Colleen was there at the finish line giving him a big hug, and then I heard—I don't think she meant this as a burn, but I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> they were asking they, somebody was interviewing her at the finish line, and I think they asked something about, or they asked Arrow if he had seen his mother. Yeah, and he's and he's like, oh, I, I saw her every now and then. Yeah. And then she replied back like, oh, well, I never saw him because he was always behind me. <laughs> but guess what, Colleen? This year, it's a little bit different. Arrow we'll is see. in front of her as we'll of see. now, anyways. Yeah. We don't know what the finish line will bring. Uh, so we are going to hang out here at Trail Center. We're going to take some pictures. We're going to take some videos. We're going to get some TikToks up. We're going to post some things on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. I'm going to try to get this thrown out there today so that you can hop on and follow along with the last half of the John Berry Sled Dog Marathon 2023. And if you are so inclined, come on up to Grand Portage tomorrow. We will be there about probably 3.30, 4 o'clock, just hanging out and waiting. Uh, we'll be there for, you know, as long, to, as, as, long yeah. as we feel like it. We didn't stay for everybody finishing. I think last year we stayed for the first five or six. Uh, yeah. And then we, you know, it got kind of late and dark. But this year we're contemplating getting a hotel room up at uh, Grand Portage if there's any still left. (laughs) And just spending the night so we can see everybody and follow the excitement and even be out there cheering for the last place finisher at who knows what time. I think it was well past midnight last year. And then we'll be back again tomorrow with a... Or later today if we end up going to... Well, I won't put that out on this episode because that would be way too late. So we will get this out tonight and you can follow along. Come join us at the finish line. We would love to see you or let us know where you are and what your experience has been like here at the John Berry Sled Dog Marathon 2023. I'm Jay and I'm Martha and this has been Exploring the North Shore. And again, I do apologize if the audio is not great. But it's cold. <laughs> I did not think to, to take off my phone case. With our, with our situation here and our negative 10. And now it's getting windy. So we're going to go and we'll see you again tomorrow.